time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. I am looking out my window right now. It is an absolute winter wonderland. So this is being recorded. I record these sort of, you know, when I have the capacity, when I have the inspiration. Sometimes I batch them. Um, So today is the day after a huge snowstorm came to my beautiful city of Toronto. And yesterday when the snow came, the sky was like this dome, this glow of gloom and overcast and moodiness. And today it is blue. It is that gorgeous winter blue sky that we get here. The sun is shining, but the temperatures are low enough that it's freezing out there and the snow is all being preserved. It was, it took a lot and it's still like the, we're all, we as a city are working ourselves out of this, digging ourselves out of this. Uh, Some streets and sidewalks are plowed, some are not. Um, Public service, if you're in here and You know, if you ever have that thought about, you know, that you're just tired or you don't really feel like clearing the walkway, please think about it again. This is like a a huge accessibility uh, thing you might not be thinking about. You might be like, oh, I can just walk over this. I can just get around. People will just be able to navigate. And uh, you're thinking about a very specific group of people when you have that thought. So just throwing that out there. I know it's easy to... uh, to be looking through your lens, through the lens of the body you're in and thinking that everyone else is sharing that, but it's not. So as people are digging out their cars, uh, as we're seeing who is not home, because (laughs) there are some houses where it's just like a perfect, untouched, gorgeous, it's like fondant, it's like beautiful. And it's like, okay, clearly no one is coming in and out of this house. Um, nothing is touched. I saw a car. You wouldn't have even known it was a car. It was just this beautiful slope of perfect snow. And you could kind of see where the, like, I think where the side view mirrors were just poking out a little bit like ears. It was just amazing. Anyway, that is where I am. And I want to tell you, remind you how adorable you are. And this is a practice that I use a lot. I want to bring it on back. I may have mentioned it before, but you know, when we are newly in love or lust or crushing or whatever, we have those things like love goggles, right? We don't see any flaws in this person, even the ones that may be glaring. (laughs) Now there's definitely a, you know, we can turn up the volume on this what I'm about to say, and we can take it to like a place where you're oblivious to some red flags. That's not what I'm talking about. Let's bring the volume down to like a healthy, lovely, um, generous way of seeing someone. Okay. Um, So this is like little things like they chew so loud 
And it's like, how is that even possible? <laughs> how am I hearing this? Have they miked the inside of their gums? Like, I don't even know how <laughs> this sound is so loud, right? And when you're newly crushing on someone, you would find this what? Adorable. It's adorable. It's not annoying yet. It's adorable, right? Oh, look at the, oh my God. And when, when they chew, it's like, it's so loud and like, it's so cute. <laughs> okay, like this is the energy I want you to play with, okay? Because the lens of love, and this is this is part of like how I access a way of being in relationship with myself. So this is when I think about self-marriage as this giant metaphor for the way I am being in relationship with myself. That means it is a it's not just self-love. I chose self-marriage because of the commitment it implies and the work it implies and the um, action it implies, right? Like sometimes self-love, it's like, oh, self-love. I'm looking up right, actually right now and oh, there's such beautiful wispy clouds moving very at a, at a good clip, at a slow but, you know, very visible clip moving past. And self-love can kind of feel like this sky, right? It's like it's blue, it's wispy, it's beautiful, it's ambitious, it's up there. I can't really touch it. Um, what does that look like when I take my vision back right down to my messy desk and I'm seeing all this crap and I'm seeing a scrunchie and I'm seeing my coffee and a whole bunch of folders I haven't put away and the glasses I'm supposed to be wearing to protect my eyes and I'm not. Okay, I'm going to put them on right now. <laughs> Speaking of which, here is an act of love I'm doing in, in, in this very moment. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh... I'm supposed to be doing this thing. It's an act of care for myself and for my eyes. Um, I'm in vision therapy right now and uh, they're right here. And just because I missed doing it earlier doesn't mean I can't. Oh, I remembered and now I can just do it now without going through the drama of beating myself up about why I didn't do this earlier. Okay, I'm wearing the glasses. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So self-love can feel like really dreamy, really up there. And then there's the, oh, but how do I do that in the day to day? Like that's all really cute on Pinterest, but like, what does that mean when I am really stressed out, when I am overworked, when I am past capacity, when I have pandemic fatigue, when I'm fighting with my partner, when I'm missing my friends, when I don't know what's going on, like all of these kinds of things, you know, not to mention laundry, you know, just regular stuff. How do I show my, how do I do self-love? Right. So this is, you know, why I chose self-marriage as my path in this to always be framing my relationship with myself with action, with responsibility, frankly, with this accountability of like, I have made a commitment. I need to show up. Sometimes that means doing things, getting out of my own head and coming back into my heart and asking how I want to be treated. What does this relationship need from me? If I want this relationship to be a source of abundance, as a really good marriage can be, right? A source of support, of abundance, of adventure, of fulfillment, of, you know, of healing. If I want those things for myself, what is that going to ask of me today? And what I'm talking to you about this, um, this, this, these kinds of like love goggles, it might seem silly, but this is part of my practice. And this is a surprisingly um, sim deceptively simple and very 
powerful thing. In fact, it might, the more uncomfortable you are with this, the more I recommend it. So when you notice things like, you know, the loud chewing, right? Basically anything where you're, you're not into it. It's not something that you're preferring. This is going to unearth if you're not already very acutely aware of the things that you call flaws, these might be the things that you also hold as unconscious conditions about whether or not you're worthy of your own love. I'm going to say that again. This is a whole um, segment of the Art of Self-Marriage program, unconditional self-love, because we have these conditions. We're not even aware of them necessarily all the time. The reasons why we might not be worthy, the reasons why we withhold, right? We might not even have it be in that conscious awareness place of like whether or not we're worthy. We might just withhold our own loving action from our to ourselves, from ourselves, based on these unspoken conditions. When do the flaws become conditions, right? So this is something to pay attention to. That's why there's a whole month devoted to it in the Art of Self-Marriage program. And one of the ways we can combat this is to build a habit of changing our responses to this. It's creating a habit of the, of love goggles, if you will. Okay. So it might even be those little things like, do you ever do something? And one of the things I have caught myself saying um, is like, if I do something like um, just a simple human error, you know, like I, you know, get the coffee ready, but I don't actually turn it on. And then I'm wondering why my coffee isn't ready. And then I'm like, oh my God, I completely forgot <laughs> to flip the switch. Right. Um, and I'll sometimes catch myself saying something so awful. I'll just be say, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Isn't that a bit dramatic? Isn't that like a little bit extreme? I just forgot to flip the switch. Um, I know the I'm so stupid or I can't get anything right. I don't know what your sentence is, but the stupid one is one that I have heard from myself many times. That is not the kind of marriage I want to be in with myself or with someone else, right? I don't want to be in a friendship or any, frankly, any relationship where if I forget to turn the coffee on, the first thing they say is, you're stupid. Of course, you do not deserve this, dear listener. I do not deserve this. We speak to ourselves in this way. It's this knee-jerk response sometimes that we're not even aware of. Because unless we're saying it out loud, maybe we do, but unless it's witnessed, it's it, we just think it's truth. We just think it's right. But like, imagine like when you watch someone, have you ever watched someone else do this? <laughs> <laughs> where you're like, whoa, 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 you're not stupid. Just turn the coffee on, you know? This is how we are in relationship with ourselves. We need to be the witness, right? And intercept abusive, frankly, abusive behavior that's happening, right? If your partner or coworker was talking to you this way, this would not be okay, right? That's not cool for someone to just tell you you're stupid for any reason, but certainly not for not turning the coffee on, right? Um, just as an example. So, <laughs> so now I imagine, right? I have a crush on someone and oh my God, everything they do is amazing. 
and everything about them is beautiful and I'm so fascinated with their backstory and I'm so fascinated by the little weird things that they do, right? And I take this love goggle energy and put it on myself. So if this person I had a crush on forgot to turn the coffee on, what would I say? I wouldn't call them stupid. I have a crush on this person. <laughs> it's like I am like vying for their attention. I am like really into them, right? So I wouldn't be saying, oh my God, you're so stupid. I would be saying like, oh, silly goose, you didn't turn on the coffee. Or like, oh my God, that's so adorable. Look at that. They went through all of this effort to pick the coffee and then they didn't even turn it on. It would be like, I would be like, what kind of conversation would bore your friends? <laughs> Or they're like, we get it. You like this person. It's not that adorable. But like, I want you to lean into that energy in a kind of a goofy and playful way. Because, you know, if you lean that far out, it kind of takes us a little bit out of our rational mind, right? We're being a little bit silly. We're being a little bit playful, doing a little bit of role play, right? And it might be something like those little human errors that we all do, especially these days, Right. I don't you know, I know that with my experience with brain injury, I learned a lot about um, <laughs> what capacity means. I'm still learning a ton. But that whole I was like, oh, when people talked about mommy brain, which I don't know if that's a term you like or, or <laughs> don't like as it came out of my mouth. I'm like, is there a better word for this? But, you know, that why am I forgetting things? Right. And it's because your body is busy doing really important things. And it basically just decides, okay, we don't have room for this remembering how to make a coffee nonsense. We're doing something very, very important, like creating a human being and making sure they survive. In my case, it was, we're very important making sure that your brain heals. This is kind of important. <laughs> I know coffee is important, but like we're working on the brain here. So like we're just going to outsource. We'll figure that stuff. will figure itself out, you know. Um, and so and, and, you know, from my intimate experience with that, I also have seen how so many people in my life are having this experience and worrying about it and not connecting that when we're going through this big collective traumatic experience, um, you know, it's going to affect how our brains are working and how like, you know, they're not all functioning optimally all the time, right? So instead of blaming yourself for them, know that this is just one of those things, right? Like our, our attentions are required elsewhere. And so we might be making um, more what we would call mistakes or not having the energy or not having the memory reserves, right? All of this stuff happens. So this is a great time to practice seeing yourself through the love goggles, seeing how adorable you are, right? And now it can happen with, you know, if you want to just sort of baby step into this, go with the little things that you're just judging your for, like judging yourself for, right? Like forgetting to do something, uh, leaving something open, whatever. But where this can really, um, really make a transformative, I think that actually does actually, like just any kind of habit, interruption if you're talking to yourself poorly any interruption like that is great and where it can get even more deeply nourishing is when you're noticing your stress responses your shame responses the deep ways in which you criticize yourself as a human being as somebody with emotion um the the horrible way things that like you do when you fight or when you're threatened right 
even those things, dear listener, not just the cute little coffee, you know, thing, but the, oh, wow, look at, look at me pushing people away who I love because I'm scared of rejection. I know I've taken a big leap. There's a lot in between (laughs) forgetting to make a coffee and, oh, wow, isn't that adorable? Look at her. She's so afraid of being rejected and she is pushing people that she loves away. Isn't that adorable? Now, of course, this is a much more challenging thing to do than with the coffee pot. And I think you're up for the challenge. This isn't about getting it perfectly and it's not about not never having these thoughts. These are very deep human things and we're going to have them all the time. But the real game changer is, you know, switching from the default that you might be in now, which is believing those thoughts, uh, not noticing those behaviors, judging yourself for the behaviors, that second arrow in that like Buddha story, right? About, you know, you notice like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm, my life is so shit right now. And I am purposefully not telling my closest friends because I don't want to bother them right? Like I'm pushing people, people are offering me help and I'm not taking it, you know? Um, Things like where you're doing, where you know, (laughs) like, you know that this isn't really what what your heart wants. You know that you wouldn't really want this for someone that you love, you know? Um, I've lost track of where I was headed there, speaking of brain capacity. Anyways, I'm just going to pick up where... (laughs) I'm just going to jump in and hope it all makes sense. <laughs> um, this actually, this podcast has been a practice of me loving myself because a lot of the times I'm like, did I say this already? Um, do I like, I can't like the reading and the writing wasn't helpful for me to do. Wasn't actually, um, you know, for lots of reasons, my eyes, my whatever, all this stuff. So showing up at the mic without notes, <laughs> right? Is the only way that this could be happening. And for that to be happening, I had to let go of this idea that this had to be perfect, that I had to always remember that I had to have documented notes of every single thing. Those are nice goals to have, but, um, and I can still do those things one day if I want to. But what was more important was the practice of showing up and being like, oh, did she tell this story already? That's adorable. Did she promise an episode on a certain topic and then never make one? Oh, she did probably. (laughs) That's adorable, right? Like, oh, that's so cute. She's so quirky. Like, I just have to practice seeing myself through these love goggles, through this adorableness, because otherwise the alternative is to make myself wrong, to call myself names, to hold myself back. I'm approaching a hundred episodes of the soft shoulder created, started at a time. I I'm still baffled by how this even happened because there was like, when I look back on the early days in the concussion recovery, I'm just, I was going through so much. Some things I've talked about, some things I haven't been able to discuss. I'm kind of blown away that I've done any of this. And I did it because I also accepted help from Hey, our sponsor, Alison Tarr. Alison Tarr, thank you. <laughs> Alison Tarr of techcoven.com. If you're listening to this and it's not yet January 28th, uh, Alice and I are getting together to do a really fun workshop called Tarot for Self-Love Rebels. 
Um, like I said, I'm batching this, not sure when this is airing. So if you're curious, you haven't signed up yet, and maybe it's just before the 28th, I'm not sure if there's still spots available, but go to techcoven.com and uh, it should be right there on that main page. Uh, if there's still spots for you, join us, join us, join us. It would be so wonderful. What a self-loving thing to do. So yes, this whole thing, um, it's a practice. Uh, it helps to be playful and weird about it for me because if I try to get too serious about loving myself, I find that I go into an intellectual place of self-love where I'm like finding good reasons and finding research on why I should be doing this. And it's like, no, but if, if I just get goofy with it, all you're doing is interrupting a pattern. And even if you just think it's stupid to, to, to have a crush on yourself, to, to doodle your name on your notebook, like with a heart around it, you know, <laughs> to tell yourself adorable when you break something, um, when you rush and it causes an error, you know, all kinds of little things. You forget to pick up somebody, you forget to call someone back. Um, you're mean to yourself, you know, in whatever way. It's like, this is adorable. This is so adorable. You know, making make fun of this. Remember that this is a human thing. And dear listener, I promise you I can relate in some way to what it is that's going on when you're not reaching out for help, when you're pushing people away, when you're behaving in ways that you're like not proud of, you know, and you can kind of see it and it kind of grosses you out. And then the shame of that second arrow, it's like, oh my God, I know better. This is terrible. Why am I doing this? I am very familiar with this whole thing. That's how I'm able to speak to you about it today on this beautiful winter wonderland of a day. So, that's my challenge. That's my dare. Love yourself like a new crush. You can do no wrong. Find the volume on this that feels appropriate. Um, you know, this isn't like you can go punch someone in the face and then be like, that's adorable. Okay, that's like kind of like the same song at a different <laughs> volume <laughs> or whatever, right? Like bring it to a range that, um, you know, that feels that feels good. That feels good to you. Okay. Don't take it to extremes. That might be a way of you challenging yourself into just like, well, if we all thought that was adorable, then we'd be getting, you know, <laughs> giving permission for all kinds of shitty behavior. Like if you notice yourself doing that, oh, that's so adorable. Look at me trying to talk myself out of what is basically just a silly little game. I can play with my mind, right? Like notice all of those things. <laughs> Aren't you adorable? You're so adorable. I think so. <laughs> so cute. Uh, and then move on, right? Interrupt. Interrupt that terrible voice. We all have it. Give it some love. Being like, oh, that's so cute. There it is again. Trying to keep me small. Oh, there's that thing again. <laughs> trying to keep me alone. <laughs> like, so adorable. It's trying so hard, you know. Um, see how that works. I dare you to try it for a day. I double dare you to try it for a whole week. And I'm very excited also to invite you to sign up for my newsletter, partially because I have a new program coming out and I <laughs> just realized I don't really have a, a direct link to send you to. Um, I am going to 
be leading another round of self-love coloring club. It was such a great experience last year. We did it twice um, and it's going to be happening again. We are starting in February, February 11th. This will be Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know where you are in the world, but wouldn't it be a great way to end your weekend with an hour of coloring club? It's new and improved. There is a, a I believe, 26 minute tutorial that I've recorded that's either very helpful or just some really fun ASMR coloring vibes. Um, and I've included all the pages from last year plus a bonus page. So if you didn't take any of those programs, there's 14 downloadable coloring pages to choose from. You can choose your favorite every week. I'm proud of every single drawing that I have submitted here and given to you. Um, of course, if you download them all, you will have them indefinitely to color forever and ever. And it's gonna be a really good time. So the best way to hear about these things is by being on my mailing list, RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. I'm pouring my love there and through this podcast, sign up, find out about these things um, when they come up. And um, there was one more thing. Is there one more thing? Who knows? <laughs> I'm so forgetful. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> Ah, uh, you. Oh, yes. Okay, now I remember. If you did already uh, join us, if you're one of the, the members of Self Love Coloring Club, the first round, um, look in your inboxes because I'm offering you a special coupon um, because you helped create this program. So uh, just keep your keep an eye on your inbox for those things. Okay. So are you going to take the dare? Are you going to take the double dare? Are you willing to just play around with this idea that you are just so adorable, even when you're annoying, even when you're mad, even when you forget, and when you're tired? All of those even whens, are you willing to play with this? I hope so, because you are someone worth loving, and it all starts with you. Take good care of yourselves. We'll talk to you soon.